This Time in History with the podcast guy, Matt King. Welcome to This Time in History, Minnesota edition. I'm Matthew and this is Steven. Hey everybody. And we're here today to continue our quest, do we call it? To raise awareness for kids that are committing suicide. And today we're going to be talking about Audrey Pot. Audrey Taylor Pot was born on May 27th, 1997. She was an American student at Saratoga High School. She lived in Northern Northern California. On September 3rd, 2012, Pot went to a party with about 10 other teenagers where she became drunk. A few kids had stolen rum and an adult had bought them vodka at a liquor shop. Once she was drunk, she was dragged upstairs and into a bedroom. Three or more teenagers stripped her of her clothes and sexually assaulted Pot right there. Three 16-year-old boys whom she, whom she knew eventually pleaded guilty and served time in juvie for the sexual assault. Markers were also used to draw and write on her body and photographs were taken and distributed via social media and text messages. In the following days, Pot was bullied by some who saw the photographs. She was publicly shamed. She was labeled a slut and blamed for the pictures as well. Eight days after the incident, on September 12, 2002, Audrey hung herself in her bathroom shower and was discovered by her mother, Sheila Pott. Sheila and her husband, Larry Pott, did not know at the time that alcohol would be served at the party and trusted the friend's house that Audrey was going to. In the aftermath, the three boys involved in her sexual assault case and a girl who tried to cover it up for the boys were never named at the trial as they were juveniles and still tried as juveniles. All but one boy still attended Saratoga High School since the incident, while the one boy switched to Christopher High. In 2014, California Governor Jerry Brown signed Audrey's Law Increasing Penalties for Sexually Assaulting People Who Are Unable to Physically Give Consent. After her death, Audrey's story was featured on an episode of Web of Lies, and she was one of the subjects of the Netflix original Audrey and Daisy with the then-living Catherine Daisy Coleman, who was born the same year as Pot and also sexually assaulted at a party. Coleman would end her life on August 4th, 2020, at the age of 23. Jesus. And how old was Potts? She was 15 years old. Wow. I mean, the other one was 23, but they're still young. They still have their whole lives ahead of them, you know. And she was being persecuted because she was sexually assaulted. After they got her drunk. Like, I mean, yes, I can see why, you know, you're a teenager, okay. You, all your friends are around you, they're partying. Somebody brings alcohol into the equation, of course they're going to try it, you know. They're going to have drinks and stuff, but she got, they got her, you know. Three on one, wouldn't you call that a gang raping? Well, that depends, maybe, you know, like, it's hard to say how that worked out. But I mean, did she drink them drinks herself? Obviously, she must have. They didn't oh, force yeah, her to no, drink. Yeah, no, she got but drunk she on got, her own. Yes, on her own accord. So she got that drunk that they were able to get her upstairs to the bedroom. And three of of the young boys 
gang raped her, if you want to call it that, or maybe they just took turns. When one was finished, the other one got on her, like, whatever. And even they, if... The three of them might not have done her all together. They might have done her each one separately, you know. And the argu- one get off her, one get on her. And the argument is being made, I believe, is that she legally, because she's drunk, she legally cannot give consent. Well, no. And another thing, too, is was she even conscious enough to give consent? Did she even know that it was happening? She must have knew somewhat, because, I mean, obviously, because she had them charged, but... And the other girl tried to cover it up. But in the end result, she still killed herself. Yeah, like... But it wasn't her fault. So, so I ask you, you, you know, who, whose fault is it? Who gave consent for the party? Where were the... If these were teenagers, underage teenagers, obviously someone bought them booze. Yes, it did say uh, a par- uh, one, uh, an adult bought them vodka. Yes. So... And who was the adult that bought them the booze? It doesn't say. But I think some brought booze, too. Yes. It said so. So they must have sold it from their parents' liquor cabinet or whatever. Case may have been, but they brought it to the party. So. And then this other one got them booze. An adult got them more booze. It sounds like the adult that bought them vodka might have been the same adult of the children... Like the same house where the party took place. Yes. So okay. So do you blame? So who was having the party? One of the one of the teenagers obviously were throw were throwing the party and having their friends over. But where were the parents to monitor this party? I know there was ten other teenagers at the party. So where the hell were the parents? Were they away or something? So the kid decided, oh, I'll throw a party in our house while they're gone. They won't know. Not sure, but I was a kid too. I was a teenager. I remember doing shit like that knowing mom would be going away for a whole weekend or something hey get everybody call everybody yeah party at Kilbrides come on I'm just wondering because so we can we can blame the 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 parent of the house the party took place at what about Audrey's parents they they trusted the friend's house well yes they didn't know what was going on they didn't maybe they didn't ask the right questions we don't know I mean, obviously, she hung with this one before, if they had trust in to let her go to this house. Yeah. So she's went there before, obviously, and they probably know who the parents are and stuff, but where were them parents? Why were they not there? When you put trust in someone to send your child somewhere, you expect them to be looked after, not you, end up dead. Do you think that if there was at least one parent present at the party... Maybe, then she maybe, would not have, maybe that would have happened. Maybe the sexual assault doesn't take place. Exactly. Maybe she might have got drunk, but that would have been it. She would have been passed out in the bed or whatever, stayed the night, went home the next day. No one would have been none the wiser. But because it doesn't sound like there was any adult supervision, so these guys, these three teenager guys or men, whatever you want, boys, whatever you want to call them. Three 16-year-olds. S- yeah, so scuzz buckets. And they get her upstairs. That's a t-shirt. And they either, like we said, we're not sure, either gangbanged her and the three of them did her at once, or they took turns. One get off her and one get on her. I guess and doesn't... she wouldn't be coherent enough to stop it. I guess it doesn't really matter how it happened. The well, yeah, it's, happened. it happened. And, you know, it's a sad thing. Like, like they probably took her virginity and everything on her, like... I don't even want to think about that. You know, like the things, and and she's got had to live with that. Like it, it had to be horrifying, and then to have pictures and that done, and and they wrote on her body and stuff. 
With like black marker, with, yeah, yeah, like what six sons of horrors, and then took pictures of it and put it out there. Like they didn't <laughs> think they were going to get fucking caught for doing it. I are they, like kids today are so fucking stupid because they're stuck on electronic stupid mode. They just figure they can get away with everything. Well, they didn't get away with it, did they? Well, keep in mind this was 2012. Yeah. Little bastards. Well put. Like, who the fuck raises... Who was raising them three boys? Animals? You you raise good points. Like, to rape a girl that's drunk? And that's exactly what it was. Rape. Yes. Because she could not give consent. She was too drunk. But at least she was coherent enough to know what ha- to know what happened, because you know, she was able to get them charged. So she knew something like that. So she was coherent enough to know that they were doing what they were doing to her. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. I hope you guys are enjoying what we're doing. Remember, hashtag time to push back. It's time to push back against governments, against school boards against people of authority, against uh, children and youth groups. It's time to push back and get laws in place to stop bullying and cyberbullying and get more help and more money allocated for, especially for children with special needs, with mental health issues, with suicidal thoughts. It's time to end the stigmatization of being suicidal. It's not it's not something to be ashamed of. It's actually something that needs to be addressed. We can't keep tucking it in a drawer and putting it away. It needs to be talked about. It needs to be addressed. You agree with me? Well, yeah, it definitely needs to be addressed because there's too many young ones dying that are being bullied and that and they're bullying them right into death like it's just it's a terrible thing for the children like for the kids like it couldn't you know and then for her mother to find her like couldn't even imagine find my 15 year old daughter hanging so please go ahead like share subscribe rate our episodes all them nice words we're getting new followers every day let's build this up and let's hold people responsible until next time you're listening to this time in history i'm matthew and he's steven peace out